Sight of my worth when I put someone else first. The pain that I endure can't even be put in words. Heartbreaks a condition that doctors cannot cure. Damn, shit is real. Don't nobody want to bill. Love's just a word. It ain't something that we feel. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the real deal on real time. I have a very important special guest. I got the one and only Torian Ball with me today. What's up, bro? Hey, how you doing, brother? Good, good, man. We just brought him in on his uh, his one of his latest tracks, "Afraid to Love," featuring Brianna Watson. He has a book available on on uh, 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 iTunes, and it is spectacular. It goes by the name of "Vibes Don't Lie." Tell me a little bit about the book, man. Actually, it's a book and a mixtape. So, um, I just to give you some background information about me in the past, you know, ten to eleven months. I've uh, accumulated over 40 million views going viral rapping about relationships and uh, women empowerment and um this vibes don't lie project that i made um is a compilation of all of those viral videos on um, the audio versions for the fans to really you know connect with and then i got contacted by a book company and a publishing company out in LA and they were like, Hey, you know, we see all these quotes. You have all these quotes on Instagram. You're building a great following. Uh, we like what you're doing. Would you like to elaborate and make this into a book? And I said, uh, most definitely, <laughs> you know, so, uh, I put together the book. Um, they, you know, got with their people and we put it all together and made it happen. And I have a mixtape and a book out right now. My book is on Amazon, and you can get my mixtape. Uh, you can stream it on Apple Music, Spotify. You download it on SoundCloud, or you can go to my website, www.torianball.com, and you can get download the mixtape for free right now. So tell me about, about writing the book. Tell me, tell me about the process and how that happens. Um, to be honest with you, uh, the book almost wrote itself. Um these viral records that I've done, I'm touching on some real deep relationship, um, self-empowerment type things that a lot of these rappers just really aren't talking about. I kind of pride myself and built my name off rapping about things people are uncomfortable talking about because I feel like you're not going to be able to bring a solution to a problem until you address, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, so is this book geared more towards, um, women's influences on relationships or is it kind of a mixture of you know it's a mixture men. of both it's a mixture of both it's bridging the gap you know it's a a man's perspective on a lot of situations and how both genders are affected um my book is more about where we are as millennials in relationships our attitude towards relationships our value towards relationships and it also deals with processing of emotions um, I feel like in school and things like that, nobody ever really taught us how to process emotions after certain events. And I feel like those are so important to the growth as a human being, period. So I elaborated on how to get past heartbreak, how to get past going through a struggling trial or tribulation in your life, you know, whether, you know, you're going through something legal or you're going through something personal with family. 
you know, I'm showing you how to process these emotions and not let the depression, the negative energy weigh on you, let it flow through you. So how much of your personal experiences were actually based with this book? Um, I have a lot of personal experience. Um, I was in two very long-term relationships. Both was, you know, about four to five years. And, um, you know, it taught me a lot. And being, you know, a musician in the music industry, you get exposed to a lot of different types of relationships and a lot of different types of situations. Um, my mother was a single mother. She was in an abusive marriage um, that she got out of. And, you know, just a lot of my life experience and things I've witnessed came. And my, that's where my wisdom came from. So, you know, being able to be a man and be in a situation where, you know, I can give advice to women. I can give advice to men. I've been on both sides of the fence. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, similar to one of these rappers out here that talk about drug dealing, you know, because they know the streets, they know that type of life. I know pain, I know love. <laughs> so that's what I talk about. So let, let's talk about some of that pain you went through, because I've been following your career for a while. We, we, are, we are both from the same town, for those yes, listening. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, well, cities in the building. Iowa, you know what I'm saying? So, and I've been following you, and, and you've been in the newspaper a lot throughout the years from from great things and also things that have been tragic. I know you lost your brother, uh, um, some of the other, thing, other things that you went through. Tell me a little bit about that, how, how that how that has molded you into the person that you are right now. Past about six or seven years, um, I lost my grandfather, I lost my brother, and I lost my mother. And, um, you know, those situations back to back, year after year happening, you know, they really tore away at everything, you know what I mean? And um, put me in a very dark place. And, you know, I ran from that dark place for a long time. And after I stopped running, after I uh, started my sobriety, um, I started listening, you know what I'm saying, to what I needed as a person and what God wanted me to do as a person. And I started running for my purpose and embraced it and made, you know, I better myself, I better my life, you know what I'm saying, because there's people that are no longer here that were full of life, you know, and I got to live for them and myself. So um, that's why I have my mother and my brother tatted on my chest. I got their faces tatted on my chest. So, you know, throughout, throughout this entire journey, they're right here with me every day, you know? Yeah, yeah, that that's some real stuff because a lot of people have gifts and have 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 things in their life that they're capable of, capable of doing, but sometimes they just don't don't see that. And it may take a while to, to realize what your true calling is. When did you find out that your true calling was rapping and, and being an inspiration to other people? Um, when I hit rock bottom, <laughs> you know? um, when I hit, uh, you know, when I hit rock bottom, you know what I'm saying? Me and my uh, daughter's mother broke up and I was going through depression, anxiety, and I just started my sobriety. So like all of this happened all at the same time. And I figured if I go through, you know, a breakup like that and go through, you know, kicking alcohol and, you know what I'm saying? And fight depression and anxiety i was like if i can make it through this i can do anything you know what i'm saying yeah right right so you know um you know it was a tough time i went through a lot of solitude and things like that you know bettering yourself when you switch lifestyles you know you switch friends you know a lot of people they were like oh, okay you know, i support this and then you know actually when they experience that you are changing and growing you know that can scare a lot of people away that may not have had good intentions for you so 
God kind of opened up the path. I took a break from music. And the moment I came back, I started speaking from the heart. And the first video I put out after, you know, going through my depression and kind of just bettering myself, going through that journey, um, I did 2 million views in a week. Mm, mm, that's powerful, man. It's interesting that you talk a lot about depression because we seem to be in a state within the last year or two where we seem to be shining the light, especially on the black community, mm-hmm. especially with entertainers, um, people in the public eye. They're starting to address more and more the the battles with depression. You see it in sports with Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan, who are athletes who've got to be so mentally strong on the court, come out and say, look, I have struggles with depression as well. You know, even though I'm a pro athlete or I'm an entertainer, you've seen people, you know, commit suicide. I mean, I've seen problems in their life. What, 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 what advice do you have for young entertainers or young athletes who are out there or just anybody who is battling depression? What uh, information or what, 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 what tools do you have for them to kind of lift themselves out of that? Um, the tools that I have, um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's a lot and it's a few, you know, um, in this situation, you know, since everybody's situation is so delicate and so different, my tools that I personally use, you know what I'm saying, for depression and for when I'm feeling that way, I hit that gym, you know, during this, during this transformation time, during this journey of bettering myself, I lost 50 pounds. Wow. You know, I better my eating, you know, what you put in your body affects your mood, especially when you're already on a negative tone, you know, go smash you some McDonald's, go home and feel like a slob, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's about what you're putting in your body. Um, it's about, you know, uh, going out there and working out, you know, even if you're not a person that works out a lot, go for a walk, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, it's a lot of things that weigh on us, you know what I'm saying? When we're in that mode and we're in that feeling, you know, a lot of water and, you're developing a relationship. I don't, you know, whether you're a Muslim or Christian, develop a relationship with a higher power and understand that you have a purpose, you know, that you do exist. And I, you know, I feel like some of us start feeling invisible, you know what I mean, during those times when people are, you know, you're going through something and nobody knows about it. And, you know, you just have to really think about what you've been through in life and that all the things you thought you never was gonna make. You remember back in the day, like you know that eighth grade championship or something. You know what I'm saying? That y'all lost, and you thought you was never gonna survive. You know, you gotta think about those times. You know, and uh, think about those right. memories. And that's you know the the true key is because battling depression and all of these mental illnesses is a battle within self. There's not a, a necessary drug that's gonna cure that problem. You know, until you decide that that problem needs to be cured. Right. Right. Yeah, man, you know, I've battled a lot of personal experiences, too, you know, um, especially dealing with family. Like, my father was a drug addict, you know, and he's still battling things, you know, to this day. Um, And, and, you know, we see a lot of this in the Black community, and a lot of this stuff just isn't addressed, but what we do is we medicate, you know. People like to medicate, whether it's by drinking or whether it's by smoking or whether it's by doing something just to, to make them kind of forget without addressing the real issues. Facts. So, 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 when if someone needed help to address an issue, you know, maybe everyone can't afford to go to a psychiatrist. What, what, what else can they do? What, what other advice do you have for them to do besides medicate? You could pick up the phone and talk to God. That's what you can do. <laughs> and um, if you feel like you can't pick up the phone and talk to God, um, I advise you to take small time I mean, if you don't understand meditation or don't 
do meditation, even though you don't do it correctly, even if you just take out some time to close your eyes and think, get lost in yourself. Um, that that is so important, you know what I'm saying? At those current, at those at those type of moments, you know what I mean? And yeah, that's the only advice that I have. You know what I mean? I talk to God a lot. Me and God are homies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I talk to God like I'm talking to you right now. You know what I'm saying? Because you know that's the relationship he sees all, you know, and he has a plan for me. And coming from, like you said, our small area, knowing I'm from East Moline, Illinois, population 21,000, and I'm touching over 40 million people in the past few months. It's just, that's God's work. I'm just, I'm just the vessel of truth. Yeah, man. And, you know, people got to learn to use their gifts if they can be a vessel, if they can use whatever experiences then help uplift others. You know, that that's why I respect, you know, you you putting out all the positive vibes because it's so easy to get get lost in the sauce, you know, and yeah. just put anything that, that really has no meaning at all for for, you know, content purposes, you know. For but sure. For sure. I've been there. I used to be that rapper. You know, you watched me go through a tough time. Woo. <laughs> You know, I, yes. you know, I definitely took the stairs every step of the way of, you know, where I'm heading right now, man. I took the long way. And, um, you know, that's, you know, that plays a major factor out here in what's going on. You know, you got people, and we're from a microwave generation where, you know, we want everything instantaneous. You know what I mean? So people don't really care about the content. They care about the consistency. Yes, I'm reading. I'm reading some of your book right now, man. And, um, yes, indeed. <laughs> and I'm looking at the part where you're talking about acting single on social media ruins relationships. And yes. and I can't lie, pe- people get in trouble with us all the time because we're in a different state. Like you can't like a picture, Mm-mm. you can't even linger too long on someone's page because the wifey finds out of you. Yeah. Your man finds out, then then it might help. Pay for get hectic. You know what I mean? Uh, definitely. Oh my God! Did over seven point something million views um, in on my viral video, and I, you know, I, I made a chapter about that in my book. And you know, social media hasn't ruined relationships. Acting single on social media definitely has. You know, being a little too friendly, being a little too, you know, this, that, and the other. And that's why I say all the time, um, you know, you aren't responsible for the energy you attract, but you are responsible for the energy that you entertain. And a lot of us get bored and we're thumbing through all these social media networks and we, you know, you don't slip and fall into a relationship. You know, you can only be tempted by something you want. So, you know, when you're constantly being flashed at in front of you, you know, it's all about your character at the end of the day. And we are all not raised the same, my friend. So, so in your book, you're talking about your technological, technological advancement. Sorry, but um, and you talk about Hallmark cards and flowers have been replaced with likes and comments, and mm-hmm. dinner we have turned yes. into Netflix and chill. Yes. So, so in this book, are, are you are you insinuating that we need to 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 go back to the old ways and kind of log off? I think logging off would be major. I mean, you can you you're you know what I'm saying in, in a bigger metropolitan area than I am. I know every restaurant you go to, every Starbucks you go to, that, you know, you see nothing but people sitting around on their phones at dinner, at, you know, the club, you know, you know what I'm saying? No matter where you go, you know, the gym, you know what I'm saying? People are just, you know, their heads are down instead of looking across at the person that you, quote unquote, admire, you know, once you be a significant other. So, you know, it's a time and place, I feel like, for the phones, but I feel like 
we need balance right now. We need to balance out, okay, you know what I'm saying? It's phone time and this is us time, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how many times in a relationship I got in an argument over being on my phone too much. And I'm an artist, promote myself, you know what I'm saying? So I can only imagine, you know what I'm saying, everybody else's situation. So, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, it takes a lot of trust and a lot of mental toughness and confidence in yourself and your partner to last in a world like this right now. Right, right. So, so tell me a little bit about how you got your start rapping. Okay. I started rapping way back a long time ago and uh, I did a bunch of talent shows and that rapper by the name of Twister came in town, performed down in Davenport at the Caldwell Room and him and Dora Die came down and at the time I idolized them. Twister was like the fastest rapper in the world and, you know, it was just, you know, they was from Chicago a couple hours away. I just, you know, I idolized these dudes, you know, being somebody that wanted to rap and um, all I listened to was Tupac and Twister and all of them cats from Chicago. So, like, um, my mom took me to the concert. I got to rap. They had a little contest. Whoever, you know, won the contest got to meet Twister. And I met Twister that night. I won the rap contest. And, you know, the crowd was going crazy. I met Twister and I rapped for him. And he was like, yo, I like you. You should come on tour with me. You know what I'm saying? And like, I was like the young, you know, the little dude that rapped real fast, like Twister, that they bring out on the stage to hype out the crowd before Twister came out. Right, right. And so, you know, I did that for, whew, I did that for almost a year, year and a half, you know, at age you know, 14, 15. And uh, yeah. yeah, man, that's how I got my start. You know, I was, uh, I was happy to be in the studio, you know what I'm saying? Being the little kid that they took, you know, made run to the store when uh, him and Kanye were working on, you know, the Overnight Celebrities and other uh, major records that they was working on. It was, you know, to be in the room at that time, and to see all of that, I felt like God was showing me what I was getting myself into. Right, right. So it's been about 10 years when you're thinking the rap game. How how have you found different ways to to remain relevant and kind of kind of get, you know, kind of get a new start and make, making, making new fans and kind of reinventing yourself from year to year? Um. Really, what I do is instead of, you know, trying to, because um, see me, I'm different, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a I'm not a super trendy rapper, you know what I'm saying? A lot of my content, you know what I'm saying, is, is to evoke emotion rather than make people dance, you know what I mean? And um, so in my situation, my situation is a little different than your average rapper. But for me, I stopped trying to chase the wave and created my own wave. And now I can cruise in my own lane and just, you know what I'm saying? What I create is what they want rather than me trying to create what I think everyone wants. You feel what I'm saying? Sorian Ball back with this. Vibes Don't Lie available on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify. Where else can they find it? Uh, Google Play. Um, you can find it damn near anywhere. But the number one place I would love for you to go to is www.torianball.com. All right, man. You got any shows or tours coming up? Um, I plan on doing a book tour. I'll be releasing it on my social media. So follow me. Everything is backslash Torian Ball. It's T-O-R-R-I-A-N-B-A-L-L. Go to Torianball.com and you can uh, get all your updates. Just throw your email in there. Subscribe and we'll send you all the notifications of what we got coming up. But it's going to be a big year, man. You know, uh, a lot of people aren't doing what I'm doing right now. I'm kind of in my own lane and it's expanding a lot. In the past 10 months, I've done over 140,000 followers. 
um, like I said, like I mentioned before, about 40 million views and, you know, spreading across all social media platforms, but it started on Facebook. So, um, I got my own billboard in my hometown right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I saw that. I saw that. Yes, That's a beauty. That's a dream come true. You know, riding past there, you know, all the time, like, man, one day I'm going to be on that billboard and now I'm on that billboard. So, you know, that's one of those life, you know, bucket list things that I have for my career. And it's, you know, amazing. And I can't wait to spread these vibes to the people. I'm going to definitely be coming back to Florida. I've been to Florida three times performing this year, man. So if anybody nah. wants to get a hold of me, it's uh, whoistoriumball at gmail.com for any booking, any press, any of that. So so you're an independent artist, pretty much. You don't have a major label backing you. So what do you have, you know, for young artists and entertainers coming up? This is the internet age. How important is it to have a label behind it's not as important, you know. What's important is um, having somebody care about your craft. You know, it's a lot of talented people. It's somebody in Idaho right now that's the next Drake and the next weekend, you know what I'm saying? But nobody, you know, he has a de- no demand for anybody listening, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's listening to what he has going on, and he's not doing anything to get himself out there. So it's like you really have to find out, you know, what works for you and what comes natural to you and it comes natural for the people to embrace and pay attention to that, you know what I'm saying? Like, and make, you know, pay attention to where you want to be and what type of artist you want to be because there's major difference. You got artists that make content like myself, like J. Cole, like Russ, and then you got your other artists, you know, like the Lil Pumps and the Lil Uzis and stuff like that where they're, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of people that sound like that. It's a lot of people that's, you know, taking that wave and it's a very commercial wave that, you know, people are into and which one you think is going to be around longer? And what? do you, and do you want to be around longer? Are you in this just to have, if you're just in the music game, just to have fun, then, you know, being a rapper, you know what I'm saying? Having your social media popping, you know, things like that, that all matters. You know what I'm saying? If you only plan to get a check and move around, but if you plan on making content, that's going to be timeless and live forever. You know, it's a different way you got to move and you have to cultivate your following. You know, there's people that want to hear what you're talking about. You just have to go out and find them. I wish 10 years ago, somebody told me that, Hey, you know what, you know what you're making right now. I don't like it personally, but there's a crowd for it. And I want every artist out there to understand that no matter what you're making, there's a crowd for it. If you're talking about something. new, So don't be afraid to test the waters, see what works for you. And when it does, Take it, make it your own, master it, and give it to the world. So there's a rule in entertainment. It's called the the thousand fan rule. And it's, if you can have that core thousand fans, it doesn't always have to be a million followers. It doesn't always have to be a hundred followers. But if you can have those thousand core fans that whenever you release a track or whenever you release a book or whenever you release anything, merchandise, whatever, they will come and buy it. How, how important is that to you? That is the most important thing because of the fact that these are the people that, you know, want to grow with you and are going to continue to, as you progress as an artist, as your music progresses, they're going to progress with you. You know, you need that core following too. If you want to live off of music, you know, if you want to just do music and, you know, um, on the side or something like that, then, you know, you won't have to worry about that core following. But, that core thousand following if you're trying to make a living off of music as a musician as this is your profession you have to have that thousand five hundred to a thousand you know what i'm saying you gotta and it's not easy it takes consistency you have to build with your people you know when you find your tribe you know you gotta grow you the leader you know so if you start slacking 
there's a million other artists they could be listening to by the click, by just clicking their thumb. That's it. What is your biggest adversity and kind of hurdle that you had to climb to prepare you to where you are right now? Right now? Um, <laughs> I'm in a good position right now. But um, for what I aspire for, um, I'm in a great position. You know, I'm, I'm in this for more of the influence, for more of my music is therapeutic, so I'm into the healing with my music. But, um, you know, dollar amount-wise and expanding-wise, you know, funding this by yourself limits yourself. But... Um, I feel like I will be in a position and be in a be in a situation here within the next couple of months. I can't really talk about it, but you know I am going to end up signing a record deal and continuing uh, to release books through maybe a larger book platform. But you know we're just going to keep growing and expanding, and whatever situations come, you know if it's the right situation for me for my children, you know what I'm saying, and all of that, like then yes. But you know. If it's just, you know, one of these 360 deals or something like that, you know, I'm good. I'm eating already. Right, 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 man. You know, I just want to congratulate you once again on all your success, man. I've been watching you close. I'm going to continue to watch you. Before you Yeah, thank you, man. Before you get out of here, I just want to play a little quick rapid fire game. So it's going to be 20 seconds on the clock. I'm going to throw names at you and you just give me one word to describe the name that I'm throwing at you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to start you right now. All right. First name. Roseanne. Great. LeBron James. The GOAT. Donald Trump. The Mule. Steph Curry. Greatness. Kevin Durant. Legend. Torian Ball. All right, man. Look, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. Everybody go out and get that book, get the album out right now. Vibes Don't Lie, available. Available. Tell tell them where it's available at. It's available at Amazon. Um, You can download the mixtape for free at www.torianball.com. And you can go to Spotify, Apple Music, type in Torian Ball, type in the Vibes Don't Lie, and enjoy the entire experience. Don't forget to go to Amazon. We are already on the bestsellers list. We need to run up all the way to the number one spot. So I need all the support I can get. I appreciate the opportunity, my brother. You already know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And understand that men lie, women lie, but vibes do not. Vibes do not lie. This has been a real deal in real time. I'm your man, the real McCoy. I got touring your ball with me. And remember, it ain't really if it don't jiggle. We're going to take it out on a little bit touring your ball right here. Let's get it. And let's get out of here. I'll see y'all next week. Bye. Somebody I can't trust I just need someone that won't change up Feel like I gave my heart to her Damn I'm afraid to 
Love somebody I can't trust. I just need someone that won't change up. Feel like I gave my heart to a stranger. Shit is dangerous. The strongest people on earth love like they ain't been hurt. I lost sight of my worth when I put someone else first. The pain that I endure can't even be put in words. Heartbreaks a condition that doctors cannot cure. Damn, shit is real. Don't nobody wanna build. Love's just a word. It ain't something that we feel. We just pop prescription pills until the pain disappears. Our hearts like a hostage being held against this wheel. Everybody play the field. Fighting battles we can't win Searching for happiness in them Instead of reaching within We cloud our mind with what is And don't receive the love we give Could be a million failed attempts And we still do it again Does love even exist Or is it just bullshit Cause I'd have been full quick And the pain hurt like a bitch Bunch of situationships Adding bodies to the list Bunch of wrongs we won't admit And memories we can't forget Does anybody commit Or want something that lasts forever We all just fucking And don't wanna be together We all search for better But will any of us settle Cause I'm starting to feel depression My phone dry as a desert Every rose loses Petals, but thorns last forever. Need someone on my level that words match their effort. Every rose loses petals, but thorns last forever. Need someone on my level that words match their effort. I'm afraid to love somebody I can't trust. I just need someone that won't change up. Feel like I gave my heart to a stranger. Shit is dangerous. I'm afraid to love somebody I can't trust. I just need someone that won't change up. Feel like I gave my heart to a stranger. Shit is dangerous. Don't know what I do. I'm so afraid to fall just to get my heart broken.